episode 12, actually, of Horseman Academy. Um, Y'all know that this is a opportunity for me um, as an entrepreneur myself to break out from the normal um, tequila drinking, whiskey drinking, (laughs) and talking about nonsense or poor horsemen to interview people who doing stuff in real time in the city. Um, You got your boy LP and I have a special guest today. This is the first time there's going to be a 20 year gap. So when you see this brother over here looking like Jalen Green from, <laughs> from the from the Rockets, you know where this came from. So, brother, please introduce yourself to the audience, sir. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? I go by BR, the CEO. I teach personal credit. I teach business credit and I teach the rental car game. Not only do I teach these things, I do these things in real life. All right. So. Okay. That's, that's all right. What, that's all right. Exactly all right. Who I am. So, so I want to give bro um, some kudos real quick before we get started. Um, about a year ago, big business was in Houston. Okay. Um, at the time, um, Turkey Leg Hut had never had a podcast in their um, back area before. Um, we shoot a podcast here called Real Estate Guru PK. Shout out to Mario. Mario Dope. Y'all should go support his content as well. Matter of fact, go support the episode that BR is on. All right. But this 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 young brother don't know none of us. <laughs> he how did you find first off, how did you find out we were there? That's okay. the that's the first question. All right. So you know runway billionaire? Yeah, runway. Yeah, so, yeah. Runway been here too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was here. I was at that one. Where was yeah, I at? Mario told me about oh, it. Oh, I didn't I shoot the runway one. I Mm-mm. think um Latif was here shooting yeah. that one. But go ahead. Okay. I'm so a- yeah, so um I was on runways live and I caught I caught big business on there. So I was like, um, listening to them big business was like, yeah, Turkey Leg Hut tomorrow six. Like he he told Runway that, but I was like, okay, cool. Six, I didn't have nobody number. <laughs> so I just showed up at six and I'm sitting in the car and uh Chris, yeah, the, uh yeah, you know, you uh-huh. know what I'm talking about. Chris, yeah. he walked up and was like looking at the sign. So I was like, are you Chris Senegal? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm here for the uh, Big Business Podcast. He's like, all right, come on. So I walked in there, and yeah. that's what I met all of y'all, and I started introducing and, myself. And when you meet um, Senegal, you know everybody at that mm-hmm. point, because Chris can get into anywhere in Houston. All right. Because, I mean, Chris, to me, is probably, I don't, I don't know if he's the biggest developer, and we're going to have Chris on um, um, Horseman Academy also. Mm-hmm. We've been setting it up. We've been um, playing text tag yeah. for about a month now. But- the fact that you came in with him, we immediately gave you credibility. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't gonna lie, I was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah, yeah. he 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 good." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, tell us about that experience, and we are gonna jump right into you straight out of high school, going to college, and what you're doing now. So, mm-hmm. tell us about that experience—the first time you saw this whole podcast stuff come together. So, <clears throat> I mean, I was in there with big business. That was my first time being in a live podcast. So after that, I really just started talking, networking. And then after I met Mario, yeah. Mario was like, okay, cool. Um, we was talking outside of that, you know, credit talk. And then he later hit me up as I started like building my social media credibility. He hit me on Instagram and he was like, bro, I want you, want to get you on the podcast. So that's what happened. This was like, what, five? Yeah, about four or five, five months ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So then I came on here, did that, and then left. Started building more, came back, and now I'm here. And now you're here again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now you now you with the horsemen. So um I, I'm gonna say I salute this young brother because um not only did he grow up, see, so the disadvantage that some of us have on poor horsemen, we didn't grow up with phones. Mm-hmm. We didn't grow up with Instagram. I, bro, we we barely knew how to do TikTok yeah. until we went viral. Mm-hmm. Like we went viral on uh, what do we do? The hot chip. 
So we didn't even know how to use it. But what I've seen you as a person of this generation, mm -hmm. let's start with just you leveraging social media to grow your business. That was super hard. So, you know, when, when a lot of people, especially my age, we care a lot about what we think. I'm not saying me. I'm just saying my generation. So a lot of people care about what they think. And me, I had to think outside the box. I'm like, if I want to promote my business for free. I didn't have no money. So I, I got to promote it for free. I got on here, started teaching. It was super, super, super hard to get on, you know, Instagram because I'm thinking what everybody else thinking about me. But I'm like, forget all that. Put that to the side. I'm like, I'm about to get on here and just talk. Right. So I just started doing that. And as I was doing that, I'm building my business on the back end. Business started coming up. So at first I started talking motivation because I didn't have nothing to show. You did start with motivation. Yeah, I do so remember then, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I jumped into um as my business started building, as I started getting cars, I'm starting to get this and that, I'm levering this and that, I'm teaching it. So now I have a little bit more to sow, a little bit more to teach, to keep learning. It, it's just it's just a building building blocks to it. Um and that that's just how I got here today. It's just doing the same thing that I've been doing. I just push more as I build, I just push more of that. As I learn more, I push more of that on Instagram no on. Whatever social media platform. Now, now I know some of your backstory because, you know, I've been following you for a while. I'm um, seeing some of the journey. You didn't come from an entrepreneurial background. Like, where did this spark from? Like, what from you playing college football? Like, what made you make the transition to entrepreneurship? So, <clears throat> I always think if I do make it to the NFL, let's think of Kyrie Irving. Okay. Instantly instantly shut off with i don't know what he did i don't really pay attention to it okay but it's like you can't do what you want to do so you control it at the end of the day i don't want that okay so i'm like let's let's not do football i don't want to do football because even if i did do football you got to be you got to be top 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 dog and what position it. did you play i played corner but they forced <laughs> me to play corner Okay. Uh, in college, I mean, in high school, they forced me to play corner. I was really a receiver and a safety, but they forced me to play corner because that's what they needed. And I was really an athlete. I could play everywhere, but that wasn't my position. But they threw me there. I did super good. Started getting offers for that. Um, and also, I was a track star. So I was getting offers for track and football. And then I, I had to rock with corner because yeah. that's what the colleges recruited me for. So I got to college and... I just didn't it, it wasn't it yeah wasn't I, it. I i saw a post that you put up like one of those like um where you kind of voice over in it mm -hmm. and i i saw the picture of you looking miserable in your football uniform right like <laughs> was that the moment where you was like i gotta do something different um <clears throat> definitely i only stayed in college for six months wow yeah, i didn't know i that. dropped out after six months but it's like Football wasn't it. I never wanted to go to the NFL, so I'm like, I'm wasting my time. I, I really went to college football, honestly, to prove people wrong. That's okay. really why I went. Um, and then the school part, it, it just didn't make sense. Like, all the stuff I learned on YouTube in that dorm, I, like, they was way behind what they was teaching in the college room. So you did so YouTube like, University? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, that's it's free. So um, I definitely did that just like watching podcasts, just like now. Yeah. Right before I went to college, I was learning like podcasts, Pushman Mitch, you know, Matty J, all of those, you know, big um, rental car gurus. So I'm like, nah, I got to I got to I got to go with my passion, which is cars. Um, started learning credit and that's how I jumped in the rental car game. So, yeah. so you always had a passion for cars. Where did that start? Most from? Definitely. I don't know. 
like is, ta- like Tonka trucks, probably, maybe Hot Wheels, Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels, Hot okay. Wheels. Yeah, Hot. It was yeah, that's what it was. It was Hot Wheels. It was, I was always playing with them and like collecting them when I was little. Um, my dad had me all around cars. It's just it's in me. So okay. I follow my passion, and this is what happens. I okay. feel like that's what happened with a lot of entrepreneurs. They just follow their childhood passions. Um, for me, it, was, it ended up being cars. Okay, so let's tell the people how old you are real quick, because I don't even know if we gave that rundown. Yeah, so I'm I'm 21. I just turned 21. Uh, what um, two months ago, September 19th. And you retired your parents. Yeah, yeah. I no, I didn't retire them, but I I help them out a lot. You you got them in a place yeah, where they're comfortable. Yeah, for sure. And um, let's let's talk about your your business now. Mm-hmm. So. Your main business would be rental cars, right. but then you've gotten the game of helping people establish credit, business credit, leveraging personal credit to get business credit. Mm. Um, what would you say was the, you know, break point for you on the rental car game? In the rental car game, really, um, my breaking point was I got tapped on my credit, on my personal credit. I couldn't get any more vehicles. So by the time I got a, my first joint venture deal, which was if you were to bring me a vehicle, right, then I would be putting I would be putting a percentage in your pocket for, you know, letting me rent out your vehicles. So my first joint venture deal was like five cars. So after that, I got on Instagram, like teaching joint ventures, right? Teaching how I'm making money off of these cars, you know, Instagram promoting that. Oh, I want to bring a car to you. I want to bring a car to you. Like literally till this day, people hit me every single day trying to bring me cars. Wow. So that's what really took off. Um, Just getting on Instagram and social media in general and pushing like yeah you can make money with me so if you don't have the time i'm gonna teach you how to get the car then i'm gonna teach you how to send it to me because you tell me you don't have time right you got a job you got kids whatever okay get the car i'm gonna teach you how to get the car i'm gonna repair your credit send me the car so personally how many vehicles are in your fleet in my name yeah your personal fleet my my personal fleet i have four okay but then business fleet how many Business fleet is 25 in total. 25 so, and that's, in total. that's joint ventures. So uh, it'll be like 21 vehicles. That's not mine. Okay. But I could drive them. I can do what I want with them. I, yeah. I, I manage them. Like, yeah. And people have trust in me. They bring me their cars and yeah, I run them out. And what platform out. are you using? Let's give some people some game. I know there are several, but what's the main one that you're on? Yeah, all right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you out a sauce. Give them some all game. Right. Yeah, give so them some game. I use I use HQ Rentals. Oh, you don't use Turo no more. I. I'm like 30% Turo. Man, that's crazy. I was expecting you to tell me all Turo. No, 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 no. I started with Turo. Yeah. But I use that to, you know, get to the next level. But I use HQ Rentals. HQ Rentals is a back end. I I don't tell nobody this, bro. I'm I'm giving y'all the real game. So y'all got to take notes. So I use HQ Rentals, right? And I have a website. I have a front end website that catches all the um, leads. No, not the leads. It, It catches the client's information. So if you came to book a car. You'll catch all of that information. Um, the 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 website will catch all that information, insert it into HQ Rentals. HQ Rentals is going to set up everything to where it's it's all organized. So that's what I use um, to you know organize the private rental side because with private rentals there is no Turo whatsoever. Turo people think oh wow, Turo take too many percentage yeah. too much percentage. Turo is helping y'all by by long run. It's the marketing. Yeah, that yeah, too. That's that too. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, that. But when I was doing Turo, um, I did. I started with seventy five percent. Now I do ninety percent, where okay. I earn ninety percent income. So ten percent for y'all to market my vehicles, right? That's that's good. 
that's good. Y'all, y'all take care of towing if a car needs to be towed. Y'all take care of insurance, which they suck. But they take care. They they will pay for the insurance. And then it's just the organization of the income, like the money, um, the bookings, you know, the scheduled calendars. A lot of that stuff people don't think about. And until you're in the private rental game, once they're in the private rental game, like, oh, Turo, you know, Turo was helping my deposit, like all, all of that stuff. They they helping with tolls. Yeah. They're paying for gas if the client don't pay. Yeah, yeah. Private rentals is, is none of that. Like you, you got to structure it yourself. And HQ rentals is, like I said, what I use. So um, it, it's, it's, it becomes a real business once you leave Turo. It's, it's different. It's a different ball game. So for you... <clears throat> Let let maybe maybe let's give some people some actionable things. Of course, we got HQ. That's crazy. I thought you were all Turo still. So yeah. that is some game. Y'all need to tap into that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that is some game. That's that's the first time I've heard that actually mm-hmm. too. But so first, you've got your your private fleet that you personally have under your personal or business credit. You were able to get four vehicles, but in order for you to scale, you had tapped out your personal. Couldn't so you no went more. to joint ventures. Mm-hmm. If someone's out there that says, yo, I got, man, I got a Tesla that I don't drive. I, I need to figure out how I can make some money off of this. What's the process to work with you? First, I get on the phone with them on, on Instagram or just FaceTime, whatever. Um, I get on the phone with them and I say, hey, Send me a picture of this car. Let me see this car. Show me a car. Okay, boom. You can make two thousand off of this, three thousand a month off of this one car. All right, let's do the deal. Um, it it depends on which kind of vehicle. If the vehicle, if I know the vehicle brings in a lot of money, I'm going to charge you around thirty percent. Okay. Um, I get gross income thirty percent. So if that car makes two thousand that month, I get thirty percent. And you managing car. everything for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have to touch it. They get a deposit in their account. Right. Okay. Right. Every single week, we just started um, weekly payouts. So yeah, they get paid. It's completely passive. The only thing that we'll have to do um, is if like they don't want to kill switch. If, if they don't want to give me the kill switch options, they yeah. don't want to give me the extra keys. If if a client leave the key in the car, they gotta come bring it. Stuff like that. Uh, we got remote unlock and lock from the phone. So it's been instances where the cars were stuck at the airport and the and the the phone thing wouldn't work. I didn't have any spare keys, so that's when the you know the the owner of the car would have to go but for the most part it's pretty it's it's completely passive for the client if if they make it passive some of them they it's like those cars are their babies so they still kind of like they want to be yeah, yeah, in yeah, it. yeah so yeah that's that's how it is but it's definitely passive so i've heard that the rental car market is saturated and hearing you talk it doesn't appear that it's saturated Maybe people don't know how to market their business. Is how big of a deal is marketing in this process? So with marketing is is super key. Everybody is going to Turo, but Turo is doing people bad. Turo is like for host, they're not making money because yes, yeah, it's, it's it's saturated. They say it's saturated, but you have to market. If you market the correct way off of um Turo, and you can still push them to the Turo platform. You can still, you know get leads towards the trail platform but marketing is most definitely key if you're not good at marketing then yeah it can be pretty slow it will definitely be slow depending on which um which season it is like right now um right before it's not november yet but it's just starting to pick up with the holidays of course so but like a little bit before like in between summer and now it's it's a little slow not for me because i push instagram i get brokers i get um i have like over 10 brokers and and most of them are women Right. So I get a lot of the women to 
you know, post the cars. And it's what I say. It's it's techniques between behind all of this stuff. So I tell my brokers, okay, in rental cars, there's a wholesale price. Wholesale price for the Tesla outside, it could be a hundred dollars a day. Okay. Right? Say if you're my broker, you go post this car for one twenty a day. You get twenty dollars every single day. So if they book for seven days, you get twenty dollars every single day. Right. If the client wants delivery, you charge for delivery because right? you're going to be doing the delivery. OK. You as a broker, yeah, as a broker, as yeah. a broker. Okay. So now my brokers are making money. So everybody in the group chat is making money by pushing my vehicles. Yeah. yeah. So that and I teach this game. Teaching is like number one right now. Yeah. So I teach yeah. this stuff. Now people know me. OK, this dude has rental cars. So now they're going to come to me for rental cars. Um, But. If, if you're not marketing outside of Turo, it's going to be definitely slow because everybody is trying to get into it. And I feel like at a point in time, everybody's going to leave Turo because Turo's insurance is so bad. Okay. So um, I feel like it's going to be a wave that that just clear everybody out that's not serious. And then the ones that are definitely serious about Turo, they're going to stay in it. Okay. Okay. It's, it's Turo's insurance is bad. Now, you mentioned Turo as a, a potential challenge. You've said a lot of positives, but there has to be some negatives with a 25 fleet of cars. Yeah. You know, what What are some challenges that you could run into? Because someone's out there listening. They your age too. Like, you know, a lot of our listeners are 18 to 35. Yeah, yeah. And they got to be like, yo, hey, this is social proof of someone in my age group getting to it. Relatable. Yeah. What, what are some of the things that could go wrong? <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all from my personal experience. Okay. People didn't try to steal three cars from me. Um, very unsuccessful like where at though like they've rented it from you try to steal it that yep that um people go out of town like one lady rented a car from me she lived in dallas houston if y'all don't know houston and dallas is like three four hours away yeah maybe five hours so she lived in dallas but she rented the car in houston she drove the car back to dallas and couldn't get it back so that's that was one three cars almost stolen and um what else? I feel like it was something else, but it, it'll come to me later. But yeah, um, kills. What is it? Rex. Rex. Uh, oh, that's all day. Okay. okay. Having twenty five cars. Yeah, that's that. That would that's like what it fender was. benders stuff like that. Yeah, or? yeah. Um, I had a sixty thousand dollar Infinity truck. That was mine. Oh, one of your personal. It's my. Okay. It's not my personal, but it, it, it's on my you. credit. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Under you. This car got wrecked. Turtle had it in the shop nine months. Man, it's a thousand dollar car note. Yeah, that that hurts. Luckily, if I that hurts. So how does that work with the insurance? So, so J J C, who's not on the academy right now, is asking a sideline question on how insurance works when you get into an accident with like Turo. So I was using Turo. Um, basically, you you just filed a claim and they assign you an a claim adjuster. This claim adjuster is the only person you could talk to. In my situation, this claim adjuster was a ghost. Like, I feel like Turo was in it. Like, they, they, this dude's job was to make me back out and be like, okay, I'll just file it under of my course. personal insurance. Of course, of course. It took nine months. I just filed a claim on Turo to sue them. Like, my car was sitting in the shop for nine months. I'm paying, that's $9,000 out of my pocket. But they're super slow. You can't talk to anybody live. Only the insurance adjuster. You only have to email him. You cannot call him. He doesn't answer the phone. Yeah. You only have to email. He talked to me probably once a week. So I have the pain body guy call him. Luckily, I have an amazing pain body guy. Like he he's around my age. He probably like 23. Great pain body guy. So 
he he feel my pain. So he's contacting them. He will call the insurance dude or yeah, he will call the insurance dude and say, hey, what's up with this? He'll tell him the story. He'll tell the pain body dude the story. I'll call him right after on purpose because what they that's say. the yeah, only yeah, time. Yeah. That's the time frame that he's on the phone. Like I have to get in in that time frame when you get somebody on the phone. So I got in right behind him and I was like, yeah, so what's going on with this? He told me a completely different story. Wow. And I recorded it all because I knew he was on some weird stuff. So yeah, Turo's insurance is horrible. And it's been some cases where they do pay out like like quick, but they're still slow with the bigger claims. Like my, my car was almost totaled and it's like a twenty thousand dollar damage. But still, like they they was sending my money thousand dollars at a time, three thousand dollars at a time. And that's barely covering the, the yeah, car note. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, okay, cool. So that 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 type stuff is gonna push you away from Turo. It's gonna push you to get your own insurance. It's gonna push you to figure out other ways to, you know, not go through Turo. Okay. Cause they're why are you charging me ten percent? You can't even, you know, five percent for marketing. Okay, cool. But the other five percent is just, what is it? Is, yes. What is it? Yeah. So so let's talk about some of the positives then. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to know your personal money because we ain't get you set up. <laughs> you know that's that. I'm just being honest. That's what happened. Like, bro, we a lot of people listen to different things, and like yeah, you mentioned, triggered. yeah, we don't we don't talk. But what could the money look like for someone who's interested in jumping in a business like this? So for me, um, last month it was sixteen thousand that came in, eleven thousand profit. I don't own a single car. Okay, so um, four three of those cars were wrecked. My Jeep Cherokee, which are all my personal cars, and that sucks. My Jeep Cherokee is wrecked. Somebody ran over a log and dented the whole frame. Oh, uh, I, did, I did that before. My, <laughs> my car. My Infinity truck, that was, you know, I just got that back in September and Turo isn't even letting me put it back on, which is whatever. Um, My Nissan Versa, that's the only car that was out and my Audi A4, that was my personal. So three of my cars. So literally that 11,000 just came from straight JVs. And then here's the thing. Do you like making models does that matter like year like what what's some parameters to get you to make you know over 10 bands a month mm-hmm. so i have like i say i say it's like seven economy cars and okay. the rest are luxury so this is what i was just on the phone talking with one of my teammates about today um a lot of the deposits if you learn how money works and learn how money is it's a currency it's like water I learned it's like water. So with these deposits, I'm taking these deposits and you can flip this money straight up. If somebody take a week and you get three rentals for $500 on these luxury cars, guess what? By the time those clients are ready for their $500 uh, deposit, next few more clients come right after that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm taking these deposits and, you know, using them as transactions. Like I'm paying my credit cards with these people deposits because the cash flow is like water. Like I said, it's consistently running. It's, it's nonstop. So I'm consistently getting these cars booked and you can literally make an income just off of the deposits and wow. the currency that these deposits are making. Wow. But I have enough cars to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to have, have like, you got to have some scale. To yeah, do that. yeah. If I had like three cars and it, it wouldn't work, but I have 25. So I'm continuously circulating and with the income. So where did the business in the personal credit teaching, where, where did that come from then? Like, did you find yourself struggling with credit? And you needed to figure something out that you thought you could teach. Where, where mm-hmm. did that come from? I never struggled with credit, but in college, um, like as you know, as you stated, I was trying to get out of there. Yeah, but I couldn't get out of there. 
because of my parents i was in louisiana i okay. went to louisiana college i was in louisiana um we're here in houston but i couldn't come back home because my parents wouldn't let me gotcha so i had to build some type of income <laughs> so i couldn't build any income i didn't have any income yeah i didn't know about affiliate links i even if i did i didn't have a platform to push affiliate yeah, yeah. links yeah, or yeah. It, it was just difficult um i was doing wholesale real estate e-commerce but i needed money i needed money for systems it's thirty dollars a month for a Shopify. Straight up, I was taking all of my money from uh, unemployment. I was paying somebody to do my work, gotcha. my school work. Gotcha. So I had time at the time. I had a, um, a shoe customization business. I was running that. I was doing football, and I was paying attention, like studying here and there, school. So I'm like, none of this stuff is working. Me trying to make money, it's not. It's not working. I was making some here and there, but it wasn't nothing crazy. So. I'm steady doing YouTube University. I'm looking at credit. I started building credit. I learned from Graham Stephan how yep. to build credit. Yep. So he told me to discover a secure credit card. Yep. <laughs> told me the Capital One secure credit card, the Amazon credit card, and it was it yeah, was the, the, the Apple credit the card. Apple, the um man, that's crazy that those are like the big four. Mm -hmm. Like um that and people sleep on an Amazon card. Yeah, yeah. Because Amazon give you direct Apple and Amazon give you direct cash mm -hmm. back. Like mm -hmm. Apple will give you cash back in your phone yeah, yeah. the moment you spend. That's People why don't I even use be thinking about that. That's my personal card. I, sp I book every flight with that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, hell, I pay most of the staff with my Apple. Yeah. 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 And it's instant. Yeah. Instant Apple Pay. So I pay bills, everything. Everything. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy money. Um, pay for food with that. But yeah, um, I, I started building my credit using that specific video. Okay. So I took that, building my credit. Um, and I say like two months later, I dropped out come December, right? We, we went, uh, Christmas break. So I went back home when I went back home, I never went back to school. <laughs> like literally I never went back to school. So what yeah. I did, I told my parents I'm doing online school. I wasn't doing online school. <laughs> you do YouTube. I was, yeah, I yeah. was doing you studying, learning, but I had 10 K in credit. Yeah. 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 300 in my pocket, 10 K of credit, took that 10 K in credit. Uh, put it on the, um, on a commercial it's like a little small two-car garage building type thing so um we put Peyton body man in there uh, as a tenant so he started using that first um it was like my first wreck with the with the nissan versus somebody backed it to it guess who i took it to of course exactly you already got that yeah. i'm already knowing like what my future is going to be so we put a uh pain body man in there so now every every single small wreck dent scratches i take it to him yeah so that's where building credit came from so as i'm doing that i'm getting increase so i know how to build credit for one so i'm teaching people how to build credit for twenty dollars twenty dollars i'm teaching people how to build credit that wasn't believing in me because i didn't have nothing to show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i took the um what was i saying i took the 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 credit i started getting increased so now i'm repairing my credit i'm repairing my credit myself i'm calling getting the increase removed that's where credit repair business came from i told you where the teaching came from um and then business credit it, it came right after that i couldn't build personal credit anymore it was t i couldn't get any more credit out. cards yeah, yeah. so i started building business credit from scratch yeah while i'm removing these increases and paying off this personal debt let me guess right? let me guess you got a wex um, um gas card mm -hmm. Um, you probably did a. Um, you could have changed your Amazon to a business account. I never, did, I never got the Amazon. Because you could have did that. You could have only did got that. the Apple 
um, Discover and the Capital One. Yeah, those so are the only ones I Wex got. Wex Business Card, that's good for people for gas. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can get those. Um, they send you those catalogs where you can buy like supplies. Mm -hmm. Just get an account yeah. with that. What What are some Net of the things 30s. you did that hacked? I did. I did Net Thirties. Net Thirties. I okay. did the Wex Gas Card, like yep. you were saying. Um, Wex and Exxon mm -hmm. Gas Card. Uh, what else did I do? I did Divi. Divi. Yeah, Divi. Divi. Divi sucks. So you got to pay that off in mm -hmm. thirty days. Yeah, so. it's yeah, a charge yeah. card. It it's is. a charge card. So I just put a little small stuff on there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, net 30s, the Divi, Brex. Brex is a secure yep. credit card for business. I don't think they're in business anymore. I think they're partnered with some other people, but y'all can definitely find them. Partner um with whoever else. Uh and then after that, by that time, I started building like with the net 30s and all of those accounts. I had my personal credit, Mac Right. So that's what I tell a lot of my credit repair clients, like build business credit from scratch. When your personal credit is done, add whatever on like add, add your personal credit on top so of business. right, which yeah. you already have started building. Don't wait until your personal is done because now you didn't waste it five months when you could have been building from scratch. Now you've been waiting, you know, to build your uh your business credit. Now you gotta you gotta you have a eighty uh payday score. Straight up because You've been building it from scratch, so you already have a score. And most people don't understand that Paydex score or going out and using your EIN appropriately to mm -hmm. get a DUNS number and stuff like that. There's a lot of hacks that people can get. Yeah. And we don't want you to give away the whole course because we yeah, don't yeah. try to work with brother on this <laughs> to make sure that uh, we yeah. can participate with him. But um, they're the question I ask everybody. OK, we, we know your story. We know you being successful. But if you were to seed in someone who is similar to you right now. And the question we ask every person on the academy, if they had $10,000, if someone came into you right now, BR, I got 10,000 liquid. I have no responsibility with this 10,000. What would you recommend for them to do starting out on a business? Build your credit and build um, LLC credit because at 10,000, if you put like, I use Inc. File for all of my um, LLCs. I don't file it myself. I feel like that's a scam as well. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, because it's, it's multiple documents besides just the LLC. Straight up. And the EIN is, is other things. But I go through Ink File, right? And that's $500 here in Texas, depending on what state you're in. But I go to Ink File, put down $500. I get probably two LLCs, build my personal credit, use probably 1000 to get two secure credit cards, $500 each. Boom. Build personal credit. Now you're building business credit. You can get a business secured loan. You can uh, build with the net 30s, like I was just saying. So now you're accumulating credit. So you just turn what? That was probably like two $2,000, $3,000. $3, so you can turn that into 10K with Amex, 20K with Amex. Then you come to the business side and PG for, you know, you already got the 10, 20K with Amex. Now you PG for your business credit. And for those who don't, PG, personal guarantee. Personal guarantee. Like yeah. there may be some people who don't, you know, they're not as sophisticated. Mm -hmm. Like, um, oftentimes people don't understand like and what I appreciate about this brother is because he's telling the truth a lot of your people who get on the podcast be like man go out and get a loan immediately yeah. you have to guarantee that against yourself yeah, yeah. in the beginning yeah. and it takes some time before you can literally just say my business can stand on its own mm -hmm. so what would you say with the rest of the 7,000 6,000 we got available keep it just, just hold, keep it. It. Okay. hold it hold it because you never know what can happen Um, you don't really need cash Fact. I, I'm going to use other people's money so I'm using OPM to build my legacy. So that's that's all I've done. I just built my credit. Take take it, get these cars, get whatever, start teaching, you know, get 
stuff like mics and stuff yeah. get it get online and start teaching this stuff now i'm making money from teaching um but whenever you make money from these rental cars like i did i took this money i paid off the debt so now my credit goes up so now guess what i can go get another pg business credit card and keep running the play yeah. it's just a circulation like i said earlier money is just a circulation credit is a circulation you can fix and rebuild reuse credit so even if you do get late payments charge-offs collections whatever you can always clear that and run the plays again or you can just build business credit and it's it's multiple ways around it but if you take that 7k in cash and you invest it into stock market real estate whatever and you lose that cash it's gone it's, it's no going back to get that if you lose credit um you have zero to 12 months no interest so you're paying like 20 dollars depending on which card if you have like a you know, $5,000 card, uh, $3,000 card. You're paying $20 a month for yeah. 0% no yeah. interest. So that means I'm paying that much a month. So I have 12 months to risk this money. Yeah. And if I fail, I can still, it's $20 a month. Come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You now, can definitely you, pay it back. Now, where do you see yourself in five years? Last question. In, f in five years, I see myself multi, multi, multi-millionaire because I, the pace that I move, I move quick, like 24-7. My life is just dedicated to being an entrepreneur dedicated to my businesses i definitely see um me making a, a big impact in the youth so i like teaching i feel like that's one of my gifts definitely teaching people teaching millions um i will like the the webinar that i told you i'm building no doubt that's going to be a, a whole platform where everybody will that's going to be generated i, I want to tap in with you on that too mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, there, sure. there may be some resources that I can help you with on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There may be some things I can help you with on that. Mm -hmm. And then let's make sure everyone knows where to find you again. And if they're interested, obviously, we'll have all of his information in the show notes, part of the show. But if they're interested in just getting to you immediately, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at B-R-T-H-E-C-O. That's YouTube. That's Instagram. That's TikTok. Uh, whatever. Snapchat. Anything. B-R the CEO. That's where y'all can find me. Okay. All right. Jalen Green. Um, here today. Um, you know, um, giving us some game. Look, like I told y'all before, man, Horseman is a place where I don't care what age you are, we can learn something. Um, you know, I'm 42. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that I could pick up from this young brother here. A lot of people in our audience will be able to pick up some stuff from him. So y'all tap in with BR. Um, I, I would imagine this won't be the first time you see him. I'm going to invite him to a panel. He don't even know that yet. I'm just telling him <laughs> that now. So I already got an idea for him. So this has been episode 12 of Horseman Academy. Brother, we appreciate it. Yes, we sir. Out, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.